702. Family Matters. You are on 702 and uh, I'm Tabo, I'm in for Clement. And on Family Matters, we're dealing with a very uh, interesting yet uh, fragile and sensitive issue of um, children. How do you deal with the issue of grieving uh, when you have children around? How, how do you explain to your children that someone has passed away the grieving period? Uh, and if they ask, where has that person really gone to? Um, how how do, you, do you deal with that? The loss of life? the grieving process, the mourning, uh, perhaps you've got rituals at home. How easy is it for you to explain to children that this person is no longer here? And in some instances, it is a very tragic uh, departure. It could be a close relative, a parent, and children uh, seek understanding uh, and and how how do we deal with that? And we only assume at times that uh, we are the only ones who are affected as as parents as adults as aunts and uncles uh, we are the only ones who are affected by uh, this uh, grieving process whilst children may be confused lost seeking understanding from us and our pain in some instances can contribute to not explaining uh, a few issues um, and especially where children are concerned and at times they get that information from other children at school as they are playing and um what trauma does it present to your child? And how important is it to explain lucidly to a child that so-and-so is no more? And what does no more mean? The language that we use, how does it affect children? On family uh, matters, uh, this morning uh, we are helping kids through the grieving process. Aruna Singh is educational psychologist and Aruna joins us right now. Aruna? Good morning to you. Thanks for spending some time with us. Hi. Hi, Tabo. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm happy to assist in any way I can. This is a particularly um, painful topic for parents and for children. Um, should I carry on? Y- yeah, and, and you will. I just wanted to apologize up front and not be rude because we kept you waiting. We're just concluding a discussion with uh, the mayor of Mohali City. Uh, so uh, allow me to uh, apologize up front. But uh, before you carry on, maybe explain to us why is it difficult for, for us as adults to explain uh, lucidly to children about the issues of grieving and mortality when someone passes on. Um, are, are, we, are we doing a good job as adults explaining and helping kids uh, through the difficult process? Okay, so parents do the best that they can mm. um, in um, trying to explain it. And quite often they try to use euphemisms mm. to say it in a way that helps the child understand However, using euphemism is, is not the best way to do it. Um, but um, talking to your child and helping your child understand that it is okay to express their feelings and you can normalize it by telling the child that I'm sad that grandma died. Mm. Um, I miss grandma too. But rather not say... Um, grandma's gone to sleep or grandma's gone Mm. because the child might think if they fall asleep, they might also pass away. Mm. So it's important to use um, and um, make sure you articulate the correct language and help them to label their feelings and not use euphemisms. And does grief affect children differently to how it affects adults? 
Oh, very much so. Um, in terms of um, adults ex uh, experience intense emotions now, so much more when it comes to children. Um, a child might uh, burst into tears, the child might um, withdraw, the child might um, um, not want to talk to anyone. Um, and they might go from one min minute of being very upset to the next minute mm. of playing. So the, the whole point of this experience and how the child expresses it is because they struggle to deal with big emotions. Mm. And there, it's their mind's way of, of dealing with trauma and the grief. So they ex it's like a back and a forth, mm. like skipping puddles. Mm. So they go in and out of it. So they might go play with a friend. And then 10 minutes later, you might find them sitting alone and crying. But it's just their way, mind's way of helping them cope with very big emotions so that they do not feel overwhelmed would they be aware at the time that they are going through a grieving process that's the thing they may not understand those overwhelming feelings those are very big feelings that that loss that pain they may not even know that's why it's very important to use um, appropriate language age appropriate language to help the child understand like I explained about the grandma mm. uh, incident, like if grandma passed away, um, it's 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 important to be able to allow your child to express how they feel and then ex help them label their emotions and explain to them that what they're actually feeling, that anger, that frustration, that hurt, that loss is a form of grief. And it is totally normal. All of us go through it and that you are there for them. You are available to them whenever they need to talk to you or if they want to say whatever's hurting. Um, they must be able to know they have someone to turn to and they're not dealing with this on their own. Mm. I am speaking to Aruna. Aruna Singh is an educational psychologist. Uh, if you'd like to interact with us, feel free to do so. It's a fragile, sensitive, but important subject to deal with. How do we assist children uh, through the grieving process to understand what grieving is? And it could be that you had uh, the misfortune of having to explain to a child that uh, their loved one is no more. How did you do it? And what was the child's reaction? And how do you navigate those difficult moments where you see that uh, there is this child is pain-stricken and it could be grief, but they don't understand how do you walk with them how do you hold their hand uh, through that grieving process i'd love to hear from you because you see it's our experiences our anecdotes that make us a little bit richer uh, in helping one another when we are spreading our experiences as a community. Uh, at times someone calls through uh, and they are able to represent someone else who's unable to call through or who is somehow um, uh, too pain struck to uh, make that call and you are able to ask a question that may help one person or the other. So feel free. It's a safe space. If you don't want to mention your uh, your name for whatever reason i am happy to uh, to take anonymously uh, if you want to send a voice note you are also at liberty to do so 072-702-1702 and to that very number you can also send your text messages uh there too as well and uh, on on twitter it is at I am free tsm and at radio 702 um we were just chatting uh, uh, earlier on 
um, Anusha, Aruna about uh, about children. And I'm wondering, of course, there might not be a direct answer to this, but is there a, a time frame of sorts where children uh, grief or does it vary from one child to the other? Is there a, a time span uh, that says that, I mean, in six months, a child is able to jump over the impediment of grief or or, or perhaps it doesn't work that way? Okay, so there's no real time frame because sometimes if a child lost a mother and it's Mother's Day, they may be triggered. Mm. So it mm. could happen. So even if they've experienced their grief, they've been through the whole process, mm. they can always be triggered at other times in their lives. So there's no set time frames. And especially if there's triggers, it may bring those painful memories back of loss and of grief. And um, during those times it's very important to be available for the child whoever the caregiver is be it the father the mother or the grandmother it's important to be available for this child because grief is a process there's no set time limit you cannot say in six months the child may no longer experience grief because there are triggers especially if they um as they grow older children um and people when when it's a birthday or something, it may trigger a memory and those feelings of loss again. I'll come back with uh, some voice notes, some messages from 702 Land, uh, and uh, we'll continue speaking to Aruna Singh, educational psychologist. We are on Family Matters, helping kids through the grieving process. It is exactly half past 11. 702 Family Matters. Family Matters, 27 minutes to 12 o'clock. It's Tabo Sholemashaw. I'm in for Clement and we're together till 12. You're on 702. Uh, this is Family Matters, uh, the segment of the show. And uh, this morning we are looking at helping kids through the grieving process. How do kids uh, walk through this very difficult journey? Uh, most kids you know they know they know something about death because they've probably seen it on tv and uh, some shows and they've heard adults talking about it and uh, some of them watch cartoons and uh, some characters have died but uh, how do they respond to death uh, is different from adults as we've heard from aruna singh uh, the educational psychologist and um, they may go from crying to playing um, and parents need to understand how grief in their children's uh, lives manifest uh, in different ways ways so aruna is assisting us with this uh, aruna allow me before i go to you uh, for for some of uh, uh, the reflections that we've been touching on uh, please allow me just to bring in one or two of our listeners who've uh, sent through voice notes and then i'm going to ask you to respond to them uh, and uh, this is one of those voice notes uh, good day 702 it's alex from Frienhan. uh thanks for the topic Actually, I'm living the situation right now with the passing of my brother th- almost three months ago after uh, an ex- a car accident. And uh, until now, we are really struggling to tell his uh, nine years child about the passing. So actually, uh, just after the passing, I took decision. I told the family just to keep quiet mm. and tell we find the right way to deal with it, but uh, will be helpful to advise. Thank you. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, Aruna, uh, can we please address that one before we move on? Because it sounds, yes. sounds very important. Yes. 
Okay, in this situation, it is very important to make the child aware. Somebody that the child is close to and trusts needs to break the news to the child and inform them in as gentle a manner as possible and normalize the feelings, normalize and state it's okay to cry. I also miss your dad. Um, it's a difficult time and we're all going through it. So no, you're not alone. Help them to label what they feel. Allow them to express how they feel. And, um, that's the best way forward. And also to help them cope with the grief. Um, it would be important for the child, especially if the child was very close to their parent and they will feel completely lost without that parent to ensure that the person that they are close to is always um, available to them. They can make a special memorial for the father. They can help um, the child to put together a little box, yeah, a grief yeah. box that will help them, but don't call it a grief box, call it a memory box mm. so that it, the child, all these special memories and times yeah, they spent yeah. with their parents, um, letters of unspoken things the child sure. felt for the parent sure. can all be written down and put in the box and explain to the child the dad might not physically be here. Yeah. However, the message will be uh, conveyed. Sure. And also, if um, parents are religious and spiritual and go to church, that would be the best time to use um, this opportunity mm. to explain how they're using their mm. spirit belief systems mm. to help the child understand um, death and the way it is managed in their culture or religion. Sure. Alex, I hope that helps a lot, especially the memory box, because it's an outlet of sorts um, that a child might use to convey things that they are unable to say to you or are not willing to say to you. Um, let's let's take another voice note, Abel. Hi, I would like to remain anonymous. Uh, I'd just like to find out grief can be taken in many ways. Uh, some could be lost, some could be where parents desert their kids. Uh, how would you explain where uh, either a father or a mother is absent from a child's life and then the child wants to know where's my mom or how do you explain um, you know, uh, your mom has deserted you and you just now have to live with your dad. So how would you explain that grief to a child? Aruna? Okay. Oh, yes. In that situation, it's very important to try and get a meeting with both parents because if the parent doesn't, if either parent doesn't want to be part of the child's life, it's important to literally sit down with the child, if necessary, find a mediator to call both parents in and find a way forward to actually mend the relationship. Mm -hmm. There must be a reason why um, the child doesn't have access to the mother or the child uh, is feeling abandoned. Maybe the mother didn't abandon the child and it's therefore important to actually get to the sophomore what actually happened gotcha. that makes the child feel that they are abandoned. Gotcha. Let's and go it varies. When a child is very small, they are more. it's easier for a child to believe that they are abandoned. But when a child is older, mm. um, it's very important to sit down with the child 
and work through these matters, calling a mediator if necessary, but talking openly about it and getting your message across and clearing up uh, misunderstandings might help that situation. Joe, thanks for holding. You're in Jovek. Morning. Morning, Tabu. Yes, the, the point that I want to bring up is the, you know, the, the grief, if it's not attended to, Mm. It always resurfaces in the future. It could mm. be 20, 40 years. Uh, people get married and then for 20, 30 years and then all of a sudden they, they fall out of love and there's no reason. Yeah. And in many cases it's because of unresolved. Mm. Mm. Uh, and it should be trauma of any type. It can be grief, death of, 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 of a, a loved person mm. or any type of trauma that the child could have uh, could have, have uh, come across. Mm, mm. Yeah, uh, interesting input. Joe, thanks thanks very much for bringing that on, on board. Really appreciate it. Uh, Aruna, you want to comment on Joe's input? Okay, he mentioned, um, I couldn't hear everything about sure. the conversation. Is it okay if you just relay can, very can quickly? I, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, he was just saying that if it's not addressed, if the issues of grief are not communicated to the child appropriately or at all, uh, it will resurface. Uh, at some point in their lives wherein it could show itself up uh, in, in, a, in a relationship where they suddenly just fall out of love without any uh, valid reason. But uh, the point that he was making, I think, generally was that uh, if it's not addressed, it will show up sometime in the life of the child into adulthood, perhaps. Definitely, because the child will wonder where is that significant other who matters to me in my life. Mm. Why is it that nobody told me they had passed on? Mm. You see, um, when children are very young, um, they tend to have magical thinking. So if they, if they, if they are not told somebody passes away, they would likely want to believe that they did something wrong. Uh, so they no longer see this person and blame themselves. Yeah. And this can carry on into adulthood. Um, and the child would feel very, um, betrayed. Yeah. And very hurt for not being told the truth sure. of the matter and so that they can address it at the time and space when it happened. This way they would actually feel very um abandoned, not mm. being told, left out. Mm. Mm. I, so I'm, it's very important that their feelings are taken into account and not ignored. Uh, Aruna, I'm going to read a few text messages. If for whatever reason uh, you do not uh, register any of them, I can easily go back. Uh, but I'm going to read about three. We can always go back if you want uh, to recap on uh, on some of those. Um, this one says, my grandson lost his mom recently. We started counseling a week after his mom was buried. Uh, he's refusing to talk about his mom and uh, he never cries to express his emotions. Uh, is, is this normal? The psychologist tried to play therapy with him, but uh, had to dig. Uh, what can I do to get him to open up about his feelings? Um, regards, Mapuli. Okay, this is perfectly normal. He's not ready yet to express. He's busy processing it at the moment. And when he's ready to talk about it, um, the most important thing is to be available to him um, because there's going to come a time where he is going to express it mm. and check in on him, ask him how he's doing, um, 
try not to push, try not to get a response immediately out of him because I think he's just processing. It's all happened so quickly mm. that um, he may not even be ready to talk about it as yet sure. uh, because emotionally he's still coming to terms with the loss. It also depends on the manner in which mom passed away. If it was mm. traumatic, he's also have to de deal with that trauma himself, mm. not just the fact that his mother died. Sure. There's a whole host of things. So, um, parents need to watch, um, and grandparents, how the child is processing. Is the child regressing? So is the child now gone into thumb sucking, um, to baby like behaviors? Do they now want to sleep next to an adult because they're afraid? Mm. All symptoms and signs of trauma and they need to be addressed that as much love and care as possible. Because at this point in time, this little person is just struggling yeah. to be there and to hear them out and to tell them it's okay. You know, I understand. I also yeah. mom so that they don't feel isolated and alone. Mapule also explains that the child is, is, is a seven-year-old, by the way. I, I don't know if it has any um, serious impact. On, it does on have a bearing because, yes, it does. Because they actually start coming to terms with... Uh, the idea that um, death is permanent mm. and this happens gradually over time. Yeah. So if he hasn't been exposed to death before, experiencing it now might be um, like for the first time might be very traumatic for him. Yeah. So to just be patient and understanding that he is processing and also to be on the lookout that he doesn't start developing um, um, anxiety of um not wanting him to be alone so that he's fearful that family members are going to pass on. Mm. He starts and watch out these symptoms because um, he might end up with separation anxiety. So be aware of when he's expressing it. It's all part of the grief. It may not present as that directly, but it is all part of the grief. Mm. Um, allow me to go to the next one, uh, Aruna. It's 15 minutes to 12 o'clock. Uh, you're on 702. And uh, this segment is called Family Matters. We are looking at helping children through the grieving process. How do you do that as an adult? And uh, what kind of conversations do you have with your children? I'm Tabo. I'm in for Clement. And you're on 702. Keep those uh, text messages coming through or the calls. The calls would be on 11 0702 text messages and voice notes 0727021702 and uh, Lemmy from Rustenberg uh, says thanks for the topic I have an eight year and a three year old girl um, as 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 an agnostic parent I have always had an issue with uh, people telling my kids that when someone passes they're in heaven because it always warrants that I am left to expand where is heaven how is it there and are they happy there I always say they have died and gone I'd rather explain the concept of death and not link it to any sort of religion how does one navigate it better as a non-believer when at school and family uh, tends to always link death to uh, religion and uh, I'm the one to explain it further uh, I get it's easier and uh, my opinion and uh, my opinion the easier and lazier uh, way of explaining it I just read it the way it is I hope uh, you make sense of it there Aruna it comes from Lemmy in Rustenburg okay so if you're 
stick and a non-believer. Um, the way that um, people in different religions explain it, it might be a little bit more difficult for that particular parent. But I think being very honest, like the parents said, informing the child um, as sensitively as possible that the, the family member has died. And to be honest, use and use appropriate language, um, meaning do not give too much information uh, and say that I miss them just as much. Uh, and because they're agnostic, it's very hard for them to say, so where this person is. Mm. So uh, in that situation, they don't actually have to explain where the person is. As long as they've said that the person has died and that they miss them and they're no longer alive in his situation because he's agnostic, he can stick with that. But if the child wants a, a, a space, um, something to express themselves because they feel this need, he can ask them to do the memory box where they express their feelings and wherever the person they loved is will still get the message. Uh, Arun, so that's what I, yes. Oh, so sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I thought you had, uh, you can conclude your training. Okay. Because I, I did have, I, I, I did have clients, um, maybe not exactly agnostic, but, uh, I had to use alternative ways of helping them understand without saying this person went to heaven to help them still understand the person has died, but they can still express themselves by using a memory box. It's their special time and place to be able to express what they feel and know the loved one, wherever they are, will get the message. Very interesting because a religion does and spirituality uh, do play a very important role in our lives and there is a pr proliferation and dominance of uh, spirituality that um, many of us uh, draw closer whenever we don't know what to say. Uh, going straight to some of your text messages, uh, 072702-1702. Um, this one says, Morning Tabo, please ask your guest how we should assist my nephew. My brother passed away when he was uh, four years old and perhaps we overlooked it uh, since uh, we thought he is too young to comprehend and we focused on the older son who was uh, 10 years old at the time. Now at 11 years, he tells his friends who will uh, who ask where his dad is that he works away from home but will return in December. We asked him why and he said that he doesn't want to explain that his father is dead. So this December holiday, um, we're wondering what excuse um, we'll use for him and his friends. Um, ask where dad was uh, supposed to, what wasn't dad was supposed to come in December. It's um, a real headache for us because we want to protect him um, from the trauma. Aruna? Okay, so it's this young man's way of, of like not being, having to explain. He doesn't want to explain. He's not ready yet to deal with the, the pain of having to tell his friends. So maybe he needs assistance. Maybe he needs to talk to someone to help him come to terms like a professional, a psychologist, to help him come to terms and help him address this when he's ready. He can also, he doesn't have to give his friends an answer when they ask questions mm -hmm. about his dad. He can sidestep it in some way and say, I'll talk about it another time or I don't want to talk about it. But he should never be pressured to have to explain himself until he is ready to talk about his father passing away, dying. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he is not ready yet. Mm-hmm. So if the family would like, and it seems like it's causing some stress for them, to take him to a psychologist because he's and forcing a child to say that tell their friends to that their his father has died is not the ideal. So the next option would be to take him to a professional where he has an outlet to express what he's feeling and why he's not ready yet mm. to talk about his emotions. And it's very difficult for parents. I mean, um, just yes. to mention um, a, a personal issue, if you will, Aruna, my 11-year-old two weeks ago um, came and told me that um, his best friend's mother passed on and um, he discovered this. It was in the evening at the time. He discovered this through uh, a profile message, WhatsApp profile message where the young lad had written uh, that uh, RIP mom, I guess this is it. And just that breaks my heart into a thousand pieces because um, it, it speaks about the pain that the child is going through yet not knowing how to deal with it. So my question uh, is, is twofold in this instance, primarily for um, my uh, child's friend whose mom has passed on and who's expressing it on uh, WhatsApp profile message primarily. But secondarily, it's um, my son said, I don't know how to uh, ask him about it. Uh, because I don't want him uh, to cry and I don't want him to feel pain. And so that presents um, somewhat of a dilemma, a trifecta of sorts, because we are also left to explain to, 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 to the child that this is what's happening. How, how, how would you deal with that, um, Aruna? Okay, so in terms of her son, he doesn't, all he needs to do is ask his friend if he's okay. And that if he ever needs to talk, he's available for him. He doesn't need to say anything direct about his friend's mother passing away. Um, he doesn't need to do any of that. He just needs to make his friend aware that he's there for him. Um, if he wants his friend to come over and visit, uh, ask him, would you like me to come over and visit? I can come with my mom. Maybe we can play outside a little bit. Anything so that it will give his friend some, because this is what um, the mom's child wants to do. She wants, her son wants to comfort his friend. He's so empathetic that he's feeling his friend's pain. And um, he's obviously expressed it to his mom and she's feeling it now. And in terms of the first issue, can you just say that again, please? Yeah. yeah. Mom spoke about this. I, I don't know if you're referring to the WhatsApp message that I mentioned, the WhatsApp profile. Yeah, the WhatsApp about yeah. the, the, the little about the boy mother. who lost his mom. Yes, he had posted on WhatsApp a, a bit of a message that's saying, RIP mom, I guess this is it. Okay, so you, the mom, um, the friend's mom wanted to know how could help the little boy? No, um, I'm saying that, that, that a friend whose mom passed on posted a message mm-hmm. on his very own WhatsApp profile message. Yeah, and this is, I got that. Yeah, yeah. I got that. 
Oh, so she only wanted an answer for the second part, not the first. Yes, no, no, not it's, to it's help the. Yes, it's me asking. It's 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 for me. I was asking that. I mean, that okay. kind of communication from that boy who's bereaved, who's uh, uh going through grief, uh, expressing it on WhatsApp in that way. Uh, is is it is it one way of expressing uh the grief and uh, a part of a journey to uh to making peace with what has happened? Yes, it's okay for him to express that. Mm. Um, and, and as much as that, not more than that. Okay. Um, I would hope that, uh, there's family and I'm sure there's family sure. members around him that love and care for him, that will give him this outlet, allow him to normalize how he feels. And they're actually very lucky that he can express it. Mm. Very few children are willing to even confront, mm. uh, or speak about the loss of a parent, like mm. in the previous caller. So it's perfectly understood and it's not, uh, he hasn't written anything unpleasant. He's just stated that his mother has passed away. And I thought, um, I didn't know you wanted to know, Tabo, but <laughs> it's okay if he said it on WhatsApp. Fantastic. I think he just wanted to, his friends to know why he might be feeling sad yes. and not his yes. usual self. Aruna, you have been extremely insightful, helpful, and gentle in dealing with this. I can't thank you enough. Uh, this is a very emotive issue. Uh, it's not fashionable. It's not like politics and corruption, but this affects all of us directly. So I, I mean it from the bottom of my heart when I say thank you. I don't just say it as a formality. All the best to you. Thank you, Tabo. I'm happy to assist any time. You're welcome to contact me. I work with children all yeah. the time. So this is just part of my job. So how, how do people contact you? I'm available you? to assist. How do people contact okay, you? Okay, so my numbers, um, my um, email is sing, S-I-N-G-H, all lowercase, Aruna, A-R-U-N-A, 962 at gmail.com. I can put it in the chat box. Is that fine? Yeah, please do that. I'll also tweet it out in the next little while. But thank you so much, Aruna. All the best to you. It's three minutes to 12 o'clock.